Welcome to the First Time Facilitator Podcast. Whether you're a first-time facilitator or a seasoned pro, listen in for tips and tricks to make a bigger impact at the next workshop you deliver. And now, your host, Leanne Hughes. Hey facilitators, it's Leanne here, just bringing you a bonus episode Juan Daniel Sobrato had a question in the flip chart. He has given so much to the group, so I thought we'd hop on a quick call and talk about it. He's asking the question around uh, the best software to use just to automate people registering and paying for tickets for online sessions. Here we go. All right. I'm delighted to welcome to, oh, back on the First Time Facilitated Podcast, Juan Daniel Sobrato. Welcome back. Hey, this is a special bonus episode coming to you, the second one that we've done. Uh, it's come out of a question that, Wanda, you asked in the flip chart group and you've always been so helpful in that group, giving to everyone else. So I thought, why not hop on a call and let's sort of troubleshoot uh, what you're going through. So what's, what's your question? Okay, my, my question is about what would be the easiest way um, to, to sell your online services, I mean, your online webinars, for example, mm-hmm. uh, but also automi- automatize this. So uh, the idea would be having some kind of solution to offer to the participants or to your customers yeah. a simple way to, to buy a ticket for your event um, and just attend the webinar and receive the, an email with all the instructions to, to attend something simple because... I mean, at this moment, there are many facilitators and trainers asking me about these kind of solutions because they don't have even a platform to or a web page to, to sell these kind of services. And I was thinking about what would be the best the best solution. And, and this is why I asked it in the Flipchart community because there is always someone who, who knows. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. There's, that's the beauty of it, right? Uh, so I was going to ask you, do you have a web? I mean, you've got a website. You've got learninglegendario.com. Um, mm-hmm. are, are just quickly, this might be an opportunity. Are you thinking of doing a, a webinar for people about facilitation? It might be an opportunity to give that a plug if you are. Yeah, I mean, we, we are uh, uh, organising some kind of webinars in, in Spain in some platform with many trainers. Uh, and a part of that, uh, I would offer my own, yes. And yeah. this is why I'm also starting to explore these kind of things. Yeah, awesome. So I ran I ran a couple of different ways, um, webinars and meetings. So a couple of months ago, I kicked off my go live before you go live. And I did a bit of exploration. But as you know, you hop onto Google. And I'm sure you looked at Google before you even asked the question, right? Yeah. And what did you I find? I mean, some, some people are using Calendly or Calendly, yeah. so you can just um, arrange the the service, the, the meeting, and other people are using integrations with um, automatic um, tools like Zapier, so they are connecting a PayPal button and then they send the link to the Zoom or to the uh, whatever webinar tool they, they use. Mm-hmm. So there are so many options. <laughs> There's so many. And I think yeah. that's, that's the thing. Like, I guess what we're going to talk about, um, it may not suit your purposes. And I think for, even for Zapier, that's Z-A-P-I-E-R.com, for those listening, that is a tool that it can integrate all different sort of third-party platforms together. So to do a Zapier or Zap um, integration you'll need paypal then you'll also need a mailing system so i use convertkit do you do you do newsletters yeah i, I use uh, mailchimp 
Yeah, yep, the free yep. version for me is okay at this moment. Cool. So you've got that whole thing. Um, you could possibly integrate both of them. But I think for facilitators who don't even have websites or newsletters or, or things like that built up, the easiest thing that I discovered um, when I ran Go Live before you go live, and I mentioned it, was Eventbrite. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so what was really cool about that is you've got two different, you can set up as many different ticket options as you like. So you can have, if it's a free event, then it's absolutely free to register. But I guess if it was free, you could also just put that in a Zoom webinar. Now, yeah, that's, cool. that's when the pricing comes in because Zoom Pro is like $20 a month in Australia. But the webinar um, add-on is another $60. So if you wanted just to run a Zoom meeting, you could do that with Eventbrite for free and then it emails out the link to your Zoom meeting when someone registers, which I love. So easy. Uh, but if you're doing a paid, um, a paid event with a meeting, I would suggest you could do that through Eventbrite. And I think the fee for Australia is $3.84 per ticket that's sold. Hey, everyone, I'm just fact-checking what I said. Now, when I said that price, that was off a $50 Australian ticket. Now I've gone back to the Eventbrite site. So for the essentials package, to get started with limited functionality, it's $0.49 plus 2% of the per paid ticket. Free again for free tickets or professional is $0.99 plus 5% of the paid ticket. Okay, back to the show. Okay, because I, I thought it, it was a commission of the 6%, at least in, in Spain. I think it oh, was uh, yeah, that's I think quite it's a, a bit. percentage. Yeah. Ah, that's interesting. Okay, so yeah, look, so look at the percentages. I also had a, a look at some other websites, and I don't know if these differ for Australia and Europe as well, or wherever you are in the world. Steph Clark on the flip chart, she recommended Human Ticks, and that was mm-hmm. 4% of the fee plus 99 cents a ticket. But if you're a not-for-profit or a school, it's 2.5%. I guess the advantage of human ticks was um, a lot of their fee, their fees are given to charities. So it's a, a feel-good thing. The advantage with Eventbrite, though, going back to I'm kind of leaning to Eventbrite for a couple of reasons. One, I'm like you, Wanda, and possibly most facilitators and trainers. I don't have time to look at zaps and integrations and make sure they're working. I don't want it to be clunky. I just want to put the event up and just sell it and move on. Um, (laughs) And so what Eventbrite does is with the location, you can actually put your conferencing link in there. So it automatically goes out. It sends, um, you can contextualize the email that's sent out. It gets into that calendar. They can add it to the calendar. It sends out reminders. You can elect, you know, 24 hours before, one hour before, um, as Ken Bergen said on the flip chart as well, you, once you set up on Eventbrite, you've got a database of people that have enlisted in previous webinars. So if you want to retarget them, you can. Yeah, because do, do you um, do you see the emails of those people? I mean, you can translate those emails to your uh, mailing list. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and nice. you just download it as a CSV file and import it mm-hmm. into your software. Now, the one thing, the one mistake I did make <laughs> when I ran my first <laughs> webinar was. Europe, you've got you've got all your rules. Your GD, what's it called? The GDPR. Yeah, the GDPR. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you need to sign kind of authorization from the people to get their data and store that, and you have to explain very well how you are going to store that data and protect, or how the people has or have the right to change their data if they want or to delete. 
Yep. So put that in your event notice. Yeah. Put that in. So go, by the way, by signing Important. up for this webinar, exactly, you're going to get access to it. I'll send you a recording and you'll have, you'll also be lucky enough to receive my fortnightly newsletter. So please do that because <laughs> I've had to go, I've had to just re- remove some emails. Like, I, I just, yeah. So um, hopefully you learn from that, from my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's nice. yeah. Um, ah. One more thing about Eventbrite I will say that I love is once you advertise an Eventbrite, it's marketed to people that aren't within your network. So if you make it a public event, if someone is searching for facilitation or leadership within Eventbrite, it might pop up. And you have the option of going into Eventbrite and searching for global events and webinars. That's how I found out about the podcasting conference in Brisbane was no one had told me I wasn't in that network. I just searched on Eventbrite and found it. I think it's yeah, a real advantage. Cool. Yeah. 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 What else, Wanda? What, what else are you thinking? Because about the reminders, can you customize every email that the yep. person receives? Yep, it's beautiful. Yeah, you can really get into the detail, customize it. Um, if they do have a website, I like driving traffic to my website for SEO and I just like getting the green arrow on Google Analytics when I check my reports <laughs> so there's no mis- there's more visitors. And you can um, embed, there's a code within Eventbrite and you can embed it into WordPress or Squarespace, just a code. So people can... You can go to, you know, learninglegendario.com dot slash webinar and they can book in on that page. That's nice. That's cool. That's pretty yeah, cool. You don't have to go out. Okay, nice. Yeah. Okay. And, and, do, and do you know if they um, they use the, the service of, um, you know, the wallet in EOS? Uh, they create this kind of events that automatically remind some pop-ups. Uh, yeah, because the, the good point of using the wallet is that, or also, I mean, in Android, in Android, there is some similar point is that you can also communicate messages with the people uh, through that channel. Oh, so it's a new channel that. to push uh, notifications directly to the mobile of the of the customers. Um, it's a good way to to communicate, or if if there is any change, you can push. But I think this is a more advanced use that. Uh, I don't know if they they will be this. They will offer that for free, but I would check, I would check. Yeah. There was a cool tool that Ken was using. I keep referencing Ken in this. I'll have to search the flip chart and put it in the show notes. Uh, he would use a, a SMS blasting tool as well. Yeah. So if you're in your options, you can add, you know, I usually, I just went name, like first name, last name, email, but you can add phone field and if you want yeah. to add text, but that's cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Thanks for sharing that. I think my, my, my feeling with this event, right, which is, I think is cool for someone which needs a quick solution, probably is, a, is the commission fee. I mean, we will need to yeah. to to take it to the consideration when you are scaling your business and you are starting to do more and more webinars. And I mean, I know some facilitators who sell 1,000 euros of webinars. Yeah. So, I mean, if you start to pay a 6%, it's a lot of money. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, if you're just doing like a $20, $30 thing, just get it done fast. And it, just like Seth Godin says, our favorite guy, just ship it, get it done. And then yeah. when it, when you get, Improve. oh, wow. Yeah. When people are like, oh, I love doing more webinars. And then you start looking at um, a more advanced option. Yeah. 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 But that's it. Thanks a lot, Leanne, because it was uh, a really open mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking about these apps and connecting PayPal button with everything. And I was getting crazy and that's yeah. as always the flip share resolved the, the problem in one second. <laughs>
it's like a piece, like medicine, isn't it? It's like, oh, I'm so stuck. I just go to the flip chart and yeah, for, for wake, me, for wake me, up. Yeah, yeah, for me, it's like Soltar de Masillan. So you just need to ask the question and you 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 get the question, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. very good. So thanks, thanks to you. Oh, no, perhaps. No, thanks to the group. Thanks for everyone on, the, on this. Probably another plug yeah. for the flip chart and just get involved and get stuck in and share your knowledge. Now, I'm pausing the conversation here because my next question to Wanda is, how are you going? And what he proceeds to do is to share his screen and some incredible animations that come onto his stream um, as he's showing it to me. And I just don't think it would be fair to uh, share my enthusiasm and what he's doing um, on audio. So what I've done is I've uploaded the video to the Flipchart group and also onto YouTube. So if you're watching this, uh, sorry, listening, of course, in your podcast player, just click the link for the YouTube video um, and you can see the second half or, or it's actually about five minutes where Wanda just does these magic tricks on Zoom. It's super cool. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Subscribe to stay posted with all of these bonus episodes coming to you. And you can also find my latest PDF. It's called Five Unpredictable Ways to Start a Zoom Workshop That Predictably Work. Just up on tillianhughes.com for that. All right. See you later, facilitators. Oh, and by the way, if you were listening to this and going, Leanne, Wanda, you're not, you haven't thought of this tool, please reach out and let us know. Email me hello at leannehughes.com or tweet at leannehughes to share what tool you're using that does this really well. Ciao.